And currently we have in uh, Danville 46 degrees, in Amherst 45, 47 in Appomattox, 42 in Roanoke and Salem, 43 in Bedford, 46 in Lynchburg. So uh, I talked about playing the 60 Minutes Cutting Room Floor Remix, as I called it, and uh-huh. I've been voted down by Scott Pelly's mom <laughs> and one of our listeners. So if you want to hear it and you missed it last hour, I will put it up on our SoundCloud page titled the uh, 60 Minutes Remix. Yes. And, uh, so. and and look, I, you know, I think I think people are, we, we've got to try to keep our sense of humor. People oh, are absolutely. losing it. They, they don't think it's funny anymore because he's so inept. Right. Um, and I get that. I do. I do get that. Uh, and for I'm sure. I'm sure Scott Pelley's got all kinds of, you know, TV Emmy Awards and all that jazz. I just feel like yeah. Well, it was completely, I mean, it was biased in a way that I haven't seen, mm-hmm. even, I don't think, on CNN. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I've seen it on MSNBC, because they're right, pretty right. bad. Yeah, they're, yeah, they they're pretty, pretty bad. But I would, I would liken it to mm-hmm. an MSNBC, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, I, I would. I would. You know, in our, in our opener for the show today, <laughs> we had when, uh, she's a former Republican, you know, when they find Republicans that are willing to go work for these network, they they find the most liberal leftist ones. Right. And uh, not even centrist. Uh, Nicole, and I can't remember what her last name is. She worked for for Bush 41, I think, or maybe Bush 43, whatever, mm-hmm. or 44 or whatever his number was. Anyway, um, she interviewed uh, President Biden and he literally she was going to go to commercial break. Oh, President remember, Biden pulled yeah. his mic off and, and popped it down Starts and walked, and walked away. And, and her her sentence was, don't go anywhere. And here he is getting up out of his seat, right. walking out. And yeah. they had the wide shot at the time. Yeah. And it was just bizarre. It was just like, teetering around. Doesn't he know, just kind of wait until she goes into break before he gets up? Yeah. I mean, and, and the, the optics are, are so bad. They are. And uh, I just wonder what, what we have for the next... 28 48 hours as our president thankfully safely arrived in tel aviv yeah uh, we'll see if if the how serious hamas and hezbollah is if they try to send some more rockets into tel aviv with our president there that'd be big big bad move muchacho yeah you'll get blown out of the sky with uh, an air force cra- air, Although aircraft Israel, carrier Israel's sitting been hitting there. them you know pretty oh, they hard have. and they they're have. blowing themselves up right so. they blew themselves up in a hospital of course apparently. they're saying israel did that yeah. but but but, but we, it's very evident that we're, we're being told that 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 was one of their own bombs that went off in the hospital because that's, that's where they where shoot they keep them, them. From. yeah it's the rocket launch pad right there at the hospital hospital schools not yeah. not uncommon mm-hmm. at all uh we've been following squatter stories for well probably since we went on the air a couple of years ago yeah because it's been a, an increasing problem and we we even reported on the squatter guy that helps you if you have squatters exactly because he had to deal with it with him, it, his own mom's literally house. a new business yeah it's a new um, business creating jobs cre- yeah. in this biden economy oh biden is creating jobs is. there's one we can credit him with <laughs> right um I don't. I don't know what I would do in this next scenario. Okay. I mean, I my heart goes out to this woman in an incredible way. Mm-hmm. This is in Florida, right? My, my own Escambia state. County, Florida. Right. They're seeing an increase in squatting activity as homeless people camp on private property with little repercussions. Mm-hmm. Now, I mm-hmm. wonder how many of these are, you know, legals. 
If, if are these because at this point we don't know if the homeless are legal homeless or if they're illegals that right. are yeah. So this it doesn't say. Mm. Uh, resident Gwen Gibson told the Pensacola News Journal, "Quote: There are so many people going back and forth. It's ridiculous." I've been on the phone with code enforcement and the sheriff's department. There are 15 to 20 people constantly walking down my driveway to get to their camp to buy drugs, prostitution, whatever they're doing Mm -hmm. back there. Mm -hmm. She lives next door to a plot of land owned by the Merrill family, who has been, uh, which has been the site of homeless encampments in recent years. The county magistrate ordered the Merrill family to clean up the tents and trash by April, Mm -hmm. which was delayed until August, when local businessman Collier Merrill began removing the debris and forcing some of the campers off the property. Merrill said he will now remove the squatters by whatever means, according to the article. He's also posted no trespassing signs as well as security cameras, but he has not called the sheriff's office to trespass the people. Which is what you have to, I mean, you have to do that Mm -hmm. before you can physically move them. We've been working on another project, hoping they would go ahead and move on their own. That ain't going to happen. He said, uh, now we're making this a priority to get in compliance with the county. Now, Gibson is crying BS on this. Mm -hmm. She says the issue's only gotten worse. More people showing up to the land every day. Is that a picture right there? Uh, of, of, this uh, is this is Murphy Lane Street in oh, her. Okay. This is one of this is one of the streets in her neighborhood in her community. Okay, because somebody's providing a porta potty for them. Yeah, that they've uh, put yeah. graffiti all over. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> exactly. So she says that people are are on her land in her driveway every day. Yeah, we had it solved when he cleaned it up. Most of the people left. Now, once again, here we go. All Merrill has done has made it a nicer place for them to come trash. <laughs> the longer they wait to move people, the more people come. She said these issues near her property have led to really sickening scenarios. Mm-hmm. Some of the squatters allegedly use a tree within view of her kitchen window for a bathroom. Oh, when hired crews worked to clean up the property in August, some of them became sick. Which oh, the, is what the, happens when you don't have facilities. The, the people okay. cleaning it. Yeah, yeah. Gibson added she also deals with constant trash and fires built by the squatters near her fence line. Mm. And I mean, it shows how they've you know destroyed the fence there. And other residents and political leaders in the area say that homelessness and squatting issues are getting worse. It's the number one problem in our county. There's no other complaint that I get more. What are you doing about the situation? Mm-hmm. I know other commissioners are getting it too. They say it got worse during the COVID-19 pandemic as people living in the tents weren't removed due to fear for the spreading of the virus. Mm -hmm. Now they're more emboldened than ever. Don't even try to hide. (laughs) Before COVID, they would go deep in the property. They would have worked hard to keep their encampment hidden. Now it's right in your face. Wow. This woman says she's been dealing with these interactions with the campers near her home Due to her speaking out, including men with machetes, staring her down, standing at the edge of her property. Wow. She receives angry phone calls from homelessness advocacy groups and got into a screaming match with a church group when she denied them permission to cut across her property to go feed the squatters. 
I've been dealing with this for years. I don't feel safe. It's been very difficult. Sometimes I think I can't do this anymore, mm-hmm. but I can't give up. Why should I have to leave? Well, and how it. are you going to sell that? Nobody's going to buy that property. Right. Yeah, gonna, Who's going to buy that? It's going to be worthless. You know, with um, What would you do if that were you? What, what would you all do? 434-248-0704 or 866-916-3776. That's our toll-free number. The 0704 is our text number. You know, I don't know what I would do if that happened. I'd try a couple different things, you know, blasting music or whatever. I don't know. Like pe- playing opera music all the time? Or something that would just drive them crazy. Or Baby Shark? Yeah, there you go. That one has been very effective. I've heard. that they Where they just play Baby driving, Shark over and over and over driving parents again. crazy for two years now. Three years, whatever. Well, I mean, obviously, they're very close to her. Mm-hmm. So that's probably not I mean, the whole machete advice. thing? I'm, I'm, I know. I'm thinking, that's, uh-uh. that's not okay. You better... Sheave that puppy back, or some yeah, people will they shoot not, you. How can they not be arrested? I don't for for that. What county did you say was this Pensacola or? Uh, well, the interview was with the uh, Pensacola Journal. Okay, that's that's where the interview right was. Um, I think the county name, if I I want to make sure I get that right, uh, Escambia E S C A M B I A. I see the story now. Yeah, holy cow. Yeah. Just looking at some of these pictures. And, Jeez, and can Louise. you imagine? Because, I mean, one of my favorite views of my home mm-hmm. is, is at my kitchen That's your kitchen window. Yeah, yeah sure. Because it, you know, looks out over the woods mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and if you know, I can see the dogs and if Mark's shooting, I can see right, him and sure. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I just can't imagine my view being a toilet. Right, right. A tree, exactly. A tree toilet, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would decorate my yard with gator food. Well, <laughs> in Florida, that might well, be that helpful. Might, yeah, that might pull some out of the swamp. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, that that's not that's not bad. I don't know. They probably take the gator food and cook it up and grill it. Leah said, "Our government's main job is to protect us, as is our counties. Mm-hmm. At this point, illegals are more important than U.S. citizens. I mean, and yeah. and the, we're seeing that." everywhere the money that's being spent we're is seeing just it in california in big ways we're seeing it in new york in right. big ways mm-hmm. um i think i think you need to call the governor's office <laughs> to see <laughs> well, what happens there because that's not that is not okay yeah, i mean what not, is that doing uh, to property values mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. in a tailspin it's be some creative creative ways 866-916-3776 you're on the morning jam good morning Good morning there. I would go to the fire department, and I would go ahead and get my burn permit and tell them that we are going to have a... Control burn. A a control burn, Mm -hmm. and it's going to start on this date at this time. So you might want to pick up all of your junk and head on down the road, because if not, you'll wind up being a crispy critter. (laughs) And uh, go ahead, and then just go ahead and do your control burn. Why the hate? Well, she's having to deal with fires as it is. They keep setting fires. Uh, over there, well, it's right on the edge of her property. Well, we'll give them a fire that they won't forget. That's what we'll do right there. And and, uh, and, and the so thing that, about that it was... is, I I do have a heart for for people mm-hmm. who who are hurting and they or they need a place to live, and and they need. But you can't do that, right? Especially if you're over there doing prostitution and drugs mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. No, right. So that's why they don't want to go into homeless shelters. 
because they can't keep on living that type of lifestyle mm-hmm. of selling drugs and prostitution and getting drunk and all that kind of stuff because then the homeless shelters, they'll throw them out on their ear. And, right. Uh, they, you know, they, 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 they won't be coming back, and they, they, won't, they won't tolerate that nonsense. So, uh, yeah. well, you know, I, I would go ahead. Well, I, I, just, I just wanted to take a moment and ask you mm-hmm. just how happy are you after last night's game? Well, uh, you know, You're I'm not so as excited as I thought you would be. Well, Sister Janet, you know what? Well, you are a great uh, interviewer, so I'll give you that credit right there. But uh, <laughs> the, the thing is, uh, as I watched the whole game and I'm, I'm just watching it, uh, I, it dawned upon me when they're on the road. Mm-hmm. They play very tough. They really get up for the away games. When they come home, like last night, they kind of slack off. And the the word that I would have that would sum up last night would be sloppy. It was oh. a sloppy game. Okay. Okay. It was. It was it, they weren't flat. They were sloppy. And so it was and, a win, uh, but it wasn't a pretty win. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I, and I know they all like to say, "Well, you know, a win is a win." Yeah. That's, that's true, but. But then, if you if you continue in this being flat or being sloppy, it's going to eventually bite you. Right. So um, they're yeah they they're seven and zero, um, uh, and they they just they the you know and, and and I know that these are not pros and we have to remember that, uh, but they are very good at what they do mm-hmm. you know and our quarterback the first series of the play he threw an interception and then our number one running back. Well, he lost the ball, and in those those two plays there, those converted into points. They were they converted into touchdowns right. for the other team. So, so we gave them fourteen. You know, we spotted them fourteen points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's going to have to be pick up pick up the pace, focus a lot more, and you've got to get ready for the long haul. That's that's what they're into right now. Right, and so they they're going. They're on the road next week. They're going to Western Kentucky. They're they're probably the third strongest team in the conference. So okay. they'll probably they'll probably bring a very good game uh, next Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing about Tuesday and Thursday game nights, right. uh, I'm not that crazy about them. You know, right? Uh, well, you're but okay. The end. So. All right. Love you much. Thank you, buddy. We got to get to break. Uh, appreciate it. It is. Uh, it I is. I thought I was very generous. Yeah, I I thought you did too. And and more great tips on how to get rid of uh, um, squatters from our okay. listeners. They're really getting creative, and I like it. I I saw something about. Well, it, it sounds like something that I might try. <laughs> so uh, thank you for your for your uh, your suggestions. Here we'll have some coming out of the break. You put it on your toast and on the radio at daybreak. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. Hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? Then you found the right choice. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are The Morning Jam. Well, good morning and welcome to the Morning Jam. Thanks for your text this morning. We've had uh, we've had some interesting ideas for um, for getting rid of the squatters. What do we got? So, well, we, we had the gator bait. That yeah. was that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a good one. I think that came from. 
from, uh, was it John or I'm not sure, Mike. Yeah, it was Mike from Bedford um, who said gator food. Now, we had another one who said um, manure spreaders (laughs) are needed to get rid of illegals. Just spray it. Spray it everywhere. Wow. Well, I I think that wouldn't be bad. Well, but then they could get in trouble for like, you know. I mean, just like those people got sick from that. that, I don't know. I like the idea of it. I like the spirit of it. No, I, I, you got to be creative. They're right. creative. They are creative. They're thinking of ways uh, they can beat the system. Stinging nettle. Plant sting, stinging nettle all over the property. Mm-hmm. They are a weapon in the Caribbean. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. That's from Clayton. That's a good idea, Clayton. Yeah. Then we have this one. I wonder, that this one's kind of thinking outside of the box. This one, I think, could be straight up legitimate. Okay. Wonder if the insurance industry could step up and help these people uh, and get them off the property for the owner's personal liability issues. Mm-hmm. Because they're traipsing down her driveway every single right. day. Yeah. Or, and going to get drugs, right. going to get, which, you know, she's seen people literally passed out from drinking, mm-hmm. from drug, you know, drugs. Right. They just pass out over on her property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't see why you can't make some arrests just with that kind of stuff. But, you know, police, I'm sure, are overwhelmed. But still, this is uh, this is silliness. And it's and and they said, you know, we're coming for the uh, we're coming for the the country folk. We're coming for those that live in the suburbs. Uh, That's what they said a couple of years ago. Um, Well, you know what I said? I got men who will sit in a tree for like six hours just for a chance to shoot at something. So, (laughs) I mean, do so at your own peril. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Well, times are a little crazy, Janet. A little bit. Yeah. Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Okay. Voice actress Tara Strong. Mm -hmm. She has been uh, the voice of of Powerpuffs. Uh, She has been, she's been in a lot of of animation series. Uh, Teen Titans, Rugrats, Mm -hmm. all those. Yeah. The uh, voice actress has been dropped from her role in a new independent animated series, Boxtown. Okay. After her social media activity about the Israel-Hamas conflict. Okay. She said, I just found out on Twitter that I've been fired. This is what happens when you help fans get shows made, I guess. You get mm-hmm. fired for being Jewish. Right. <laughs> wow. Glad I helped you get your Kickstarter wow. money. Yeah. Please yeah. lose my email address and pray for my family in Israel and in the Gaza. Hmm. The 50-year-old artist who voiced characters, like I mentioned, uh, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon. She was uh, in Sing 2, The Grinch, Ice Age, a lot of stuff. A lot Minions. Of stuff. Very successful. Yeah, very, very successful. Very, very successful. Um, then, this was what, this is how she found out. This was the tweet. Hello, all. Just wanted to offer a quick update on Boxtown. We will be recasting the role of Bill, previously played by Tara Strong. Hmm. We will have more information soon on open auditions. Thanks <laughs> okay. for understanding right. as we reorient and figure out our next steps. Reorient. Really? Like, that's really good terminology. We're going to reorient. Some posters raged in the comments mm-hmm. that they would fire a voiceover actress for being Jewish 
including wow. one who said, I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. The show replied with a tweet noting that other voice actors and writers on the show are Jewish, but another commenter fired back, arguing Strong was fired for being Jewish and not staying silent. Wow. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you're keeping your other Jews in line, aren't you? Hmm. Okay. That's sad. That's a lawsuit in the in the making. She's getting ready to get back all mm-hmm. of that grassroots money she helped him bring in. That's... All that starter money. Mm-hmm. She's getting ready to go to lawyers. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Further along the thread, Strong replied to those blasting her as Islamophobic, writing, I'm speaking about Hamas. They're terrorists. We should all be against them. Mm-hmm. The Boxtown account on Monday addressed the statement, uh, addressed the position in a statement. Quote, this decision was due to a trend among Tara's recent online activities, including posts that promoted controversial messages regarding the people of Palestine. Oh, my gosh. Well, the cancellations continue. Ah. Oh. Now just for... <laughs> Disgusting. Okay, well, Boxtown, got it. Hmm. I don't think I think a lot of people aren't going to be in, in supporting you on that one, buddy. Right. Well, I remember the gal from uh, the the Star Wars Mess series up. that was let oh, go yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. One of the main actresses. Yeah, but but to be. Fired. I mean, they are literally firing her because she's Jewish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, unbelievable. Well, can't make this stuff up. Yeah. Well, you know. Next thing you know, they're going to be wearing yellow stars. Sad. Forty-seven degrees now in Amherst. Forty-nine in Appomattox. Forty-eight in Lynchburg. Forty-five in Bedford, and forty-eight in, in Danville. Okay. Did I say that already? I, well, I don't know. Forty-five in Rona. I was looking at. It's in the 40s. It is. Mid to upper 40s across our listening area. It's between 45 and 48 degrees. That's right. (laughs) It could be 70 later, maybe, if we're lucky. Uh, I thought thought yesterday was great. Was it still too cold for you? No, it was nice. I I enjoyed it. It got close to 70. We actually ate dinner outside. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of the few times Mm -hmm. I think we're going to be able to do that. It's it's just going to get a little cooler. And we'll dress. I mean, we'll dress. I say dress up. We'll uh, just like dress for the weather. Who did you? Who were you talking about earlier? Your grandma saying, "Come dressed for dinner." This is this is what happens when people. This is what manners just went out the window when people stop dressing for dinner. Yes, so I'll I'll, I'll dress and just put an extra long sleeve on Uh, because I want to eat outside as long as I can. Stevie talking about you know when she was younger, like a newly married Mm -hmm. person, restaurants were not for children. Unless they were a family restaurant, it had Boy, to say. Boy, my wife wants to go back to that. It had time. to say family, family restaurant. Ah, and okay. she says yeah. a lot of the dining experience mm-hmm. has been lost yeah. since then, because and I and I get it. I've been to restaurants where we're paying a lot of money. It happened when we went on our girls' weekend. Right. We were at the tavern in Abingdon, very expensive, mm-hmm. and had a couple there with really little kids running all over the place. Right. And it, it it did it ruins it, the experience. It did ruin the experience, yeah, and so it. so she would say, you know, that's when it began. <laughs> well, speaking of small people, I don't ever remember that. Sandusky Elementary school parents and staff 
still pleading with city officials to keep that school, that elementary school, open. Uh, they were in a recent meeting, of course, back in September, Lynchburg School Board voted to close uh, not only that school, but also T.C. Miller Elementary uh, will also be closed or converted. And Bass Elementary School uh, will be renovated with city funds. The board is asking for $15 million from the city council for some of these upgrades and such. We have a, a particular mom out there, parents like uh, Angela Davis, advocating for the um, continuation of elementary school yeah, in Sandusky. And uh, they're, they're, they're fighting. They say they're not going to give up. They hope not going to go down quietly. Right. Hoping that leaders will reconsider and change their minds about uh, the school closing. I'm not seeing it, but, it, you yeah. know, wonders never cease. But you got to you got to speak, uh, yeah. speak up. And I, I appreciate their their passion. Yeah, yeah. For it, for sure. Angela says we got to keep fighting. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. So quite the mystery going on with uh, near Alta Vista. OK, I'm in. So there was police activity. Uh, Pennsylvania County Sheriff's Office was there. Mm-hmm. State Police was there. Right. Looking for an item as part of an ongoing investigation from last year. Really? Okay. Yep. Looks like they've got uh, divers in the water. Oh, Lord. Yep. That's not a good sign. Uh, they would not say what they were looking for. Hmm. Investigators said that more information would be sent out later in the day. Okay. Uh, on Tuesday, it was not. All right. Not that I can find, anyway. So, uh, I'm going to keep an eye on that. I, I guarantee you they're looking for a weapon or something mm-hmm. in that water. So Hoping for a, a, a transcript of a story that WSLS has been covering. Yeah. Can watching too much true crime impact your mental health? Uh-oh. I wanted to do that story, but they were doing their segment same time we're doing our show. So, I'm hoping there's going to be a transcript of some kind well, that but, I can go to tomorrow. But we've covered that before. Well, I know. You know but where, I, I where just they're, they're saying, this. that's a red flag. If right. you like to watch uh, true crime, that's right. a red flag. Well, okay. In Janet's mind, that's a red herring. Yeah. <laughs> She's wearing a red blouse, too. I mean, I, Everything's red today. <laughs> I guess I am. I'm, I'm the lady in red today. Yeah, that's right. I guess if, um, I guess if, you're, if you are of a certain mental capacity. Right. That maybe it would be bad for you. It, it is kind of stimulating to watch these things to try to figure it out. Right. I just it's hard for me to get. But past it's it. not. But it's not for everybody. It's not. You're right. And so you've got to figure out. And, and I've got a friend that can't watch any of it. It's very. She had a very rough childhood, right. and it's very triggering it, it, for her. Right. And, and I get that. And and I was blessed with a wonderful family, mm-hmm. and wasn't abused by my right. parents me either um and so for me it's like what on earth is going on yeah you know, how mm-hmm. can somebody do that right but i will tell you this i had a, a momentary breakdown yesterday last night watching the documentary with tanya tucker oh yeah yeah you were talking about that before the show today in her because it was the making of her album in 2019 brandy carlisle very talented mm-hmm. woman mm-hmm. uh produced it and was was a part of this documentary and tanya tucker's had a rough life i mean she was very poor growing up right um and basically drug her family out of poverty mm-hmm. uh, her daddy was very supportive of her and and always managed her until the day he died right um but she had a hard life and she has lived hard Mm-hmm. and rough 
anybody who knows yeah. Tanya Tucker. Mm. Um, but she sang a song. She redid Miranda Lambert's song, The House That Built Me. Oh, okay. And she did it from the perspective of a woman whose children are gone. Oh. And her house is empty. Mm-hmm. And it was just really sad and moving. Right. right. And I struggled with it. Sure. So it's not true crime mm-hmm. that gets me. Right. It's a song. Isn't sure, that crazy? Sure. No, well, I, I don't think it's crazy. I think songs can dip down into that part For of your soul. For some people, you have to know right. your, you, you got to know what your mentality is mm-hmm. or, or what your, you know, where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are. Sometimes I can listen to sad stuff. Sometimes I can't, mm-hmm. you know, if the dog gets hurt, no ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't happening. Yeah, a child. That's, that's uh-uh. a tough one. Yeah. That is a tough one. But uh, I, I would be curious to know what that is. I wonder if it's the same story that we covered, though, a few weeks ago, because that's when I started the Red Flag Tribe, <laughs> where we share all of our podcasts. Right, right. Now, now we just share the latest true crime podcast. What are you watching? What are you watching? What are you listening to? Right. So we're just embracing the mental health issues. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean I, and I tend to listen, you know, to, to stuff that's kind of news driven obviously for me I, I this is the audio aspect of taking things in are are better for me just because of my dyslexia and it i tend to remember things that i hear better than, uh-huh. than what i read yeah but um so i'm i'm listening to two or three and they're post live so they call them their podcasts you know mm-hmm. listen to steve, steve dace you know i'll listen to beck sometimes uh, megan kelly i like her and uh, a couple others but um, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's informative because they get super great guests. And so I, I, I do well, love the funny, podcast format. What's funny is after you watch for a while, mm-hmm. um, Mark and I will be watching something together and I'll be like, did you see how in the interview he said no, but he nodded yes? That means he's lying. <laughs> okay. and he is like, what are you, you freak show? What is happening? And now he won't let me do a commentary because he says I ruin it. Really? Because, like, I'll figure it out before, you know, it's over. I'm like, oh, that's overkill. That means it was personal. And it's somebody that she <laughs> wow. knows and not a random person. Wow. <laughs> so. You really pull that stuff out. I guess for me, it is like a study. It's almost yeah. um, educational, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Very well, I, I've had my share of, um, you know, of of fun things that I've watched. I started watching. This show with Michael Douglas. I don't know the. Yeah, you the, were telling me you, Kaminsky method Kaminsky or Kaminsky method. or something yeah, like there's that. There's some language in it, and at first, after the first episode, I thought, okay, I can't watch it because there was, it was a, that there bad. Was, there, well, there was a there was a sexual scene. It was like a flashback, but yeah. it only lasted for a couple seconds, and that was it. It wasn't anywhere else in the next five six episodes. I didn't, it, and it's so it, sad. It was, that it we, was witty. Yeah. Um. You know. So it, it has been really funny. The the humor because it's dealing with a couple old guys, which I'm one old guy, <laughs> and even my wife said, "I think you're going to enjoy this." She she watched a couple episodes. Yeah, you know you're blood. in a different place when you're when you're really starting to appreciate. When I'm considering buying uh, tickets to the Golden Girls taking the stage, <laughs> they're taking it on the road. There's, oh. a, there's a Golden Girls stage. How about that production that's okay. coming to I think Salem Civic Center, right, or Roanoke Civic Center. Sure. And I'm like, that looks like fun. Who's playing Blanche? <laughs> <laughs> well, I. Here's one of the things that surprised me about the Golden Girls and my mom. She was a huge fan. Oh yeah. And I I I I just was surprised at that. 
Not that I was judging her. It's just I didn't think mom would like that kind of humor humor with the sexual innuendo. With Blanche. With Blanche and all that. Yeah. But she loved the Golden Girls. Yeah. Like you can't, you just can't help. And I love them. Like even I was super young when right. they came out, but I loved them. Well, see, mom, I thought it was so funny. Mom became single in '79, and she died, I guess, six, seven years ago now. So I thought, wait a minute, is mom living the Golden Girls' life? <laughs> life do maybe. I need to? Well, maybe she was Blanche. Do though. I need to check in on her a little bit more? Well, maybe she was Blanche, or um, oh, what part Sophie did Betty? Or, uh, did Betty? Oh, Betty White. Oh, well, she, she was so Rose. Yeah, yeah Rose. Yeah. Maybe she was Rose or she Blanche. She had a little bit of all of them, I and, think, and not yeah. The and I think that's it. I think. I think everybody can see a little bit of, them, of, of themselves. Sure. And you think about it. I mean, most of those women were like, like I think Rue McClanahan was like 50 right. or something. Yeah. I mean, it's not like she, I remember being a little kid going, man, those 80-year-olds are hysterical. But they were like 50. <laughs> right. So it's not so funny now. 866-916-3776. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's happening? I think they made a mistake on the title of that show. It should have been The Olden Girls. <laughs> the Olden Girls. Okay. No. <laughs> you know what I hate? What I hate is when you get into a show and it starts off good. And then mm. about the third or fourth season in, they start throwing scandal and this, this stuff. You're like, man, why did you have to go and ruin the show? You right, know? Right. Like, or they start um, making political statements. Yeah. That, yeah, or that one's people, really. Or, or, or everybody is batting for the same team. Right, right, right. And I'm like, really? Okay, we're going to go there. But um, we watched a movie the other night on Netflix, and we took a chance because the rating said 16 plus foul language. Ball. We watched the movie. We didn't see one bad. There was no one bad word in it. Really? Nothing, and they just got the rating wrong. It was called Love Everlasting. Okay. So, so I googled it, and IMDb gave it a PG. I'm like, why did Netflix give it a 16 plus, and Google and and IMDb gives it a PG? So was it good? It, it, you know, it was a good movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. Okay. I like it. It's called Love Everlasting. Love Everlasting. Okay. We'll have yeah. to look that one up. A high schooler oh, yeah, and his part. mother, Helen, running from an abusive father. Oh. Ending up yeah, in a Utah it. town with much less money. I think you got I Rose. I like it. Rose is going to watch it. There you go. Okay. There you go. Thanks for the call. Always looking for a for a good suggestion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because you only have. Is so it going to make me cry? Because I don't want to cry. Is, is, you know, I don't know. Is it going to make her cry? Well, oh, he's already gone. gone. I think you might Text cry. Text me. I think that was Chris. Oh, was it? Okay. Text me. Let All me right. know if it's going to make me cry because I don't want to cry. All right. Sounds good. Eight forty-seven. We'll be back with a closing. A uh, couple good stories. Uh, Janice got a few in the queue, and uh, we'll we'll see you. It is Wednesday Hump Day, and we're almost done. You found the right choice. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I went back to Ohio. city was gone there was no train station there was no downtown the morning jam with janet and mark six to nine a.m a monday warrior mean mean stride today's tom sawyer mean mean pride i'm sure that music bump was played yesterday during Liberty's win. Oh, I'm sure. They're 7-0 and 0 
which mm-hmm. is pretty pretty amazing. But yeah. Kevin wasn't happy with their win. Well, some of the wins are sloppy. Yeah. He doesn't want sloppy wins. He, he wants, wants them to be high and tight all right, the time. I know. And you can't, you know, you're dealing with a lot of personalities and yeah. a lot of kids and they're in different parts of their life. And some of them get out there and give you 110. Right. Some nights they can't. And it started out a little Sometimes rough. Sometimes they're LeBron Jamesing it up and phoning right. it in and eating nachos on the sideline. No, nachos on the sideline. <laughs> I love that story. Yeah. That's such a great story. Oh, but gosh. that shows you how serious he is about football. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't want the, them right. to just win. He wants them to win well. And, yeah. and uh, he. I wonder if he's ever coached. He'd make a great coach. I need to find I out. Think. Even my mother-in-law texted and said he is a little crazy. He's a little crazy. He, he does love it. Yeah. He loves it so a lot. So she had the cowbell last night. I don't oh, know. Mom had the cowbell. Mom had the cowbell. Well, he won't let Kara have it anymore. Well, she goes a little bit, you know, more cowbell, SNL. Right. Kind of. Yeah. Lots of cowbell. Lots of cowbell. So she doesn't get the cowbell anymore. Oh, <laughs> sad. Um, well, there's a new pepper in town. Interested? Uh, okay. The uh, South Carolina hot pepper expert. Oh, that kind of pepper. Okay. Who crossbred and grew, created, really, Mm -hmm. the Carolina Reaper that's hotter than most pepper sprays police use to subdue unruly criminals. Really? Yeah. So it's hotter than habanero. Right. Hotter than a ghost pepper. um, Carolina Reaper. Now he's broken his own record. Wow. With a pepper that's three times hotter. See, too far, y'all. Yeah, I... There's a point where, and I love spicy. You I know mean, I love you're spicy. you're trying to melt paint off of a battery or something. But I, I want to taste the food, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Pepper X is what it's called. See, I don't love that. Yeah. Because it's a whole Twitter thing mm. all over again. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Was publicly named the hottest pepper in the world earlier this month by the Guinness Book of World Records. Okay. Beating his own record of the Reaper in his decade-long hunt to perfect a pepper that he says provides immediate, brutal heat. Okay. He said when he first tried Pepper X, it did more than warm his heart. <laughs> okay. Quote, I was wow. feeling the heat for three and a half hours. Gee. Then the cramps came. Oh, gee. The cramps. He's a, one of only five people to eat an entire Pepper X. The cramps were horrible. Hmm. I was laid out flat on a marble wall for about an hour. In the rain, groaning in pain. Wow. Why would you do that? Yeah, why? Why? So you can claim, I'm the pepper. Okay, whatever. All right. So how's your Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? (laughs) No, I would not. Not if that's... mm -mm -mm. Yeah. And at what point, somebody's going to get sick. Somebody's going to get really sick, and they're going to burn a hole in their stomach, and he's going to get sued. It's going to go horribly wrong. I bet you. I mean, especially now, you know how people are. Oh, I know. I mean, they'll sue for anything. If your coffee's, you know, too hot, just talk to McDonald's. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a Halloween costume, they can cost you a lot. Okay. But uh, apparently a lot of people are looking to trick or thrift instead of trick or treat. Trick or thrift. Yeah. They're going to thrift stores. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which are a good resource for costumes. sure. sure. See, don't be sharing that because that's always been my thing. Right. To go and do that. Mm-hmm. They have everything from complete costumes to costume parts and accessories. I did notice that the last time I was in one. Okay. They had a lot of dress-up stuff. Right. Uh, they were talking with Sometimes the... Sometimes uh, I like to dress up. Communications director. For dinner. They were showing 
showing off some of the items at their Alexandria Haymarket store in Virginia. Mm-hmm. They uh, had sparkly silver platform sandals. Okay. They had uh, tall black goth boots. Right. That'd be a good Wednesday Adams choice. Yeah. Cowboy boots. You could be mm-hmm. Cowboy Barbie. Cowboy uh, Barbie. Yeah. Yep. A uh, hot pink sequin jacket. Yeah. Fluffy feathered hemline for 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, might be a good good choice if you're looking for a little something. You doing any uh, dressing up for Halloween? Uh, I, yeah. Do y'all ever do that? Do y'all ever go to like, oh, a costume yeah, party? Yeah. Well, yeah, we have in the past. We've gone to, to our... I know you have your se- 70s our friends fro. Now. I do have a fro for, for the 70s. Yeah. My Peter Fram- Frampton fro, I like to call it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. It's it's really held up well. I You know, I... I haven't been to a, a costume party in a while, uh-huh. but I do like it. I think it's, I do think it's What fun. about the ones where you hold up the little mask? Masquerade balls. Yeah. I think those are kind of weird. Do Even you? in a James Bond movie, it's weird. I, I think they're kind of elegant and beautiful, but yeah. to find a, to find a man that's going to get into that with you, right? that's going to be kind of hard. I think you're going to have to like, you know, go with somebody who may not like girls. I was just going to say, are you going there? I am going there. And you know what? That's okay. Right. I if mean, that's what you have to hey, do to have a good time, whatever. My, my No judgment. My wife asked for permission one time. I mean, just to. There you go. Because she I wanted to go a, and have a good time. You know, can I have a friend? Right. And, uh, and you said, okay, because I don't want to dress up like that. <laughs> so it is what it is. Right. But to you men who will do that for your wives, good for you. I think that's, I think that's good. Yeah. That people are willing to do that but i i honestly and my husband will do just about anything for me mm-hmm. i don't know that he would do that i don't know that he would take me to a, to a masquerade ball well, i don't can, think can he, he wear his khaki shorts no he would have to wear a tuxedo oh jeez. so i don't know that he would you be know, on board i'm not sure he's gonna go down that road you know i mean i, I could see your hubby and he would look tux. great yeah he'd, he'd look he sharp. would he would rock a tux yeah but I don't know. I just don't know if he would do that. Maybe for a wedding, but not just for fun. Ah, uh, well, yeah. Because it wouldn't be fun oh, for him. Oh, you're saying weddings aren't fun, Janet? <laughs> what do you mean? Yours isn't going to be. Not this weekend. <laughs> hey, guys, now listen. So, so Mark has a wedding this weekend. And if you're a regular listener of the show, we ask you, what is the proper length for a wedding reception? Mm-hmm. And most of you said three hours max. Three hours maximum. I mean, that yeah, was very inc- consistent. And if it includes a ceremony, you got as high as, I think, four, four and a half. Yeah. That, if so, it includes both. So, Mark Lamb, how long is your wedding reception going to be well, this weekend? I have to tell you, thanks to the photographer, who I was wondering whether her and I would gel because she wanted to jack the schedule a little bit. Yeah. But I've come to the conclusion, let other people have it, have it your way. It's like the old... She's managed to trim an hour off. Really? Because originally, what was it supposed to it be? It was supposed to go to 10. Now it's saying 9 but, o'clock. But how many hours is oh, that? Oh, uh, well, it's going to be a, a total of about seven now. It was going to be eight. It was going to be eight hours long. That's double what y'all said was acceptable. Right. And, and wow. I'm sorry. I'll say a I'll say a little prayer for you. Thank you, because Monday's going to be tough. (laughs) It is going to be rough. (laughs) Oh, goodness. All right, guys. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. It'll be Life Hack Thursday. It will. Make today awesome. Thanks for being here.